Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? With your host, Louisa Barton. I want to be a famous rider. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Truth is, I help horses with people problems. Now here's the Brit with the bit, Louisa Barton! Yeah, baby! Yeah. Welcome to the Horse Talk Show and happy 2020. Happy New Year. Hope everybody's feeling better than my co-hosts this morning who have some designer stubble and both look a little hungover. Uh, thank you to Peterson Smith, our presenting sponsor this hour, and also to Larson Farms, our Facebook broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Yeah, they look rough. Um, I actually paid extra to get something made for them in time for Christmas and then forgot completely that it was under the table during the show and I was supposed to give it to them for their Christmas gift. So um, I'm going to give it to them now. Oh, um, one each. Look, look at oh. this. Oh, Aren't they lovely? Magnetics. Yes. Awesome. They fantastic. Yeah. And um, also for your horses. Amazing. Curry on a stick. These are also a massage tool used by the Chi Institute. I like it. That's going to feel good um, on my head. They are lovely, actually. And here's some, uh, some uh, description of what they do with them. And then this one is for our guest, Holly, because I didn't give her a Christmas present. Well, while we're doing that, here. Oh, it's on, oh late Prezi time. I love Prezi's. All right, awesome. well, we're going to get to some news really quick. Can I open that Thank you. on the break? Mm -hmm. Yes, you're welcome. I, you I think these are quite lovely. On the thing, but we'll do it on our show. Go ahead. Okay, that sounds good. I'll uh, start off with some news. Uh, maximum Security, who is most famous, of course, for being disqualified, the first horse to be disqualified from the Kentucky Derby in 145 years from an infraction, is going to bypass the Pegasus uh, World Cup and instead go to the $20 million Saudi Cup. Who wouldn't? I think I need to be in Saudi Arabia on February the 29th. Uh, typically, the Pegasus has been a $9 million race with 500000 to enter. Um, in 2020, this year, there is no fee, but only a $3 million prize. So why would somebody go in the Pegasus when they can go to the new Saudi Cup? So $20 million in maximum security will be running there and will probably stay overseas for the $12 million Dubai World Cup on March 28th. So uh, that's a lot of money to win in a couple of months, it's isn't it? a lot it? of money. Can you imagine February 29th winning $9 million and $20 million rather? And then going ahead and just winning another twelve million at the Dubai World Cup seems yeah, like a second. that's something just like eventing. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, just think like about it. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Can't no. even fathom it. Actually, <laughs> I know, right? Uh, very sadly, uh, fifteen horses uh, were shot dead in Kentucky. Nobody knows what happened. It was on an old mining strip, and they then found an additional five or six also shot in the same area. They're considering it to be done by the same person. Um, there is now a $20,000 reward for any news that would help uh, find whoever committed this heinous, inhumane crime. Some of the horses were pregnant, some were very young, um, and they say apparently they were hunted down. So prayers to everybody connected there. I have no idea how anybody could do such a thing. My mind cannot even wrap around it. Um, there is a phone number, though, for any information if you have it, and that is 606 886 Six seven one one. That is six zero six eight eight six six seven one one. A very cruel act. It's shocking to me. Um, overnight rain 
actually has had a serious effect on Gulfstream Park recently. Actually, 12.8 inches of rain has flooded wow. some of the older barns. Uh, the Fort Lauderdale Airport was actually closed temporarily, um, but the, uh, the horses are up to their cannon bones, apparently, so they had to uh, evacuate. And some people were seen in kayaks going through the barns. So apparently those older barns uh, definitely flood when they wow. have 12 inches That's of rain. You've got to get yeah. them fed. We've done it in our farm, gone out in boats to feed the horses. Really? Well, my girls usually go out in the golf cart, and then they f the golf cart stalls. Yeah, the and then we take the boat out after then you the take golf the cart boat. gets stuck. That's the way we do it. That's crazy. A horse in Monmouth County was euthanized for the neurological form of herpes. The, um, the authorities there have actually quarantined that farm and the surrounding areas, so hopefully have nipped that in the bud, but always to be aware if you're in the Monmouth area, uh, just to take extra care. Very sadly, also four stallions were slain at a farm in Peru. One of them was the lieutenant. This happened on December 21st. Intruders incapacitated the night guard and um, shot the on? horses. Uh, absolutely no What's idea. I don't why, know. Why, why is this happening? I don't know. It does seem like a whole series of it from Everywhere. the yes, yeah. from the the slaughters that have happened with the so you know. I know. It seems like there's an attack on the horse Weird. lately. It's um. I don't like it. I don't like it either. It's quite upsetting. Uh, fighting Ferrari, who has been the Santa Anita mascot for years and years and years played the number one role in the Seabiscuit movie in, I think that was 2003, yes. He was actually the, the main role of Seabiscuit, and he was Santa Anita's mascot. And he has now been retired to the Square Peg Foundation, where he will be a comforter to autistic children. Oh, How great is that? I a great know. career. I know. He's wow. been in a movie, then he's the mascot for Santa Anita, and now he's retired to help autistic kids. I thought that was so cool. Great career. I know. We yeah. needed to have some I good like news, that. right? Yeah, that is there good you news. go. That Thank goodness, I was getting depressed. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. I almost hate doing the news anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I could open up this. It's coming. Oh, yes, there you go. <laughs> uh, and lots of prayers out to um, Kaylee Giancola. She had a fall when she was cooling her horse out after riding. Um, she apparently um, fell off and was found about 45 minutes later. Fortunately, she did have a helmet on, um, which has possibly saved yeah, her life. Definitely. Um, she has been in a coma, but as far as we know, she's starting to show some reaction and move around. So lots of prayers and thoughts. Lots of prayers. And it's on Facebook. It's actually on my Facebook page, but they are they do have a GoFundMe um, raising money for her injuries. And we just, our thoughts are with her. And Absolutely. Knowing yeah. that we went through this a, a while back and thank goodness it wasn't as as horrible as this one is right now. But we're, we're praying that she recovers. Absolutely. So um, lots of prayers and thoughts out to her, and we'll, uh, we'll keep you up to date on that. We are going to take our first break. We have a great show coming up for you, lots of eventing. Uh, and these two guys, if they've recovered from their all-nighter, um, are going to take over shortly, and we're going to have some, uh, some great eventing, eventing at its best. So stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. We'll be back in just a few minutes, and I'll open my Prezi when we come back. This show is presented by Peterson & Smith Equine Hospital, one of the top equine hospitals in the USA with services including ambulatory, surgery, sports medicine, reproduction, and with doctors on call 24 hours a day. Check them out now at petersonsmith.com. The opinions of the hosts and guests on the host talk show are not necessarily that of Peterson & Smith Equine Hospital. 
This show is brought to you and bought by Horse Boxers USA, the newest and most advanced way to safely transport your horses in style. Horse Boxers USA comes standard with a backup camera, horse cabin camera and dual fans. Visit them at JJ Tax Shop on Highway 40 in Ocala or online at horseboxesusa.com. This show is sponsored in part by All In Removal. Like jockey and horse, shavings delivery and manure removal go together naturally and are the green natural solution too. All In Removal offers a great way to save you money combining the two services of quality pine shavings delivery and manure container rental and removal. Great service, great quality and the green choice too. Like All In Removal on Facebook now or go to allinremoval.com for more information. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show, presented this hour by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. <laughs> John, you crack me up, bud. I mean, every time. It's yeah, welcome, something else. <laughs> welcome to the John and Rick Show. We're here in 2020, and it's exciting to get it started. What, what are we thinking about today? Presented by Horse Trailer Pros. Oh, we were going to go there. <laughs> but you again. Nice day. Hey, I've got a headache. It's been a long night. We were getting to it. So, yes, presented by Horse Trailer Pros. Yep. And thank you for the table, And thank too. you for the beautiful table, Horse exactly. Trailer Pros. New Very set nice. Yeah. in it, our tack room. It I is. wish my tack room looked like that. It, Can I open my Prezi now? Sure. Yes, first open bit, we have to get Louisa to open her present. Yes, because it's late. I guess this counts as my 2020 Christmas present. It's your New Year's Day present. Yes, there you go. It's complicated. Well, I'm trying. Look at that. Well, I am going to, but it's still in the box. I'm having trouble. You're frantic. I know. Oh, I do love that stuff. There Ooh. you go. <gasps> These are beautiful. Guess what they get to be used for. Oh, I know. <laughs> Just don't say it. Ding, ding, ding. You can see it, but you can't say it. See? Right. Because we're on the sky 97.3. Aren't right. they beautiful? We never say that. No. No. I love them. All Thank right. you so there much. There we go. <laughs> awesome. Happy New Year's. Thank you. Well, 2020 kind of came in pretty quickly for us, didn't it? It did. It did. And so uh, we need to review the convention yeah the, the convention was convention. great it was in boston this year um flew up briggs and i came up and you were there with jen and and a lot of things were going on and a lot of happenings and and i think what was really surprising about the the whole boston trip was there was no snow yeah i know i was actually kind of looking forward to the snow i wanted snow it was cold we might as well have had snow i know but so there was no snow but but what what, what oh Pop. wow that scared me that did a little bit 
Party, party started. started. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, was, it's a gunshot. Was I think what I what I have been hearing a lot from the convention is the grant winners. Um, and there's there's some things that was going on Facebook that kind of bothered me a little bit, and I wanted to kind of bring it to everybody's attention that the grant winners, um, and you can help me through this, are the grants that are given typically are are through a private family or type of grants that are given out for what we're going to talk about. Right. A lot of these grants go out from specific people. They put a fund out and either they have parameters that you have to apply for these grants right? or um, they have a group of people that are not actually based on the federation that give the grants out based on their own criteria for that particular grant. So sometimes you have USET grants right. that are performance-based grants and other times you have um, private grants that are run through the USEA Foundation, such as the, uh, what do we have here? We had the... The Broussard. The Broussard grant, yep. the Mike Huber Award. The Wilton Fair the grant. The Wilton Fair grant that, um, those are based on parameters of developing riders and developing um, future events. But, and, and I think, I think to, my, to my point was on Facebook, you kind of hear the debate, which unfortunately we are on the Facebook armchairs of a lot of people giving their input, which can be productive at times, sometimes and it's, sometimes not. it's not very, especially you got caught up in something, didn't you? Well, I'm not um, a fan of that whole <laughs> Facebook rubbish when it starts that armchair training. But you know what the thing is, if any professional sport, if you want yourself out there. Right, you got you to be in the criticism. There. Right. My point is You know what they that say, eat the hair of the dog that bit you. I hate to interrupt your professional. That's fine. Yeah. I'm eat, glad you interrupted. Eat the hair Cheers. of the dog like that bit you. Sparkling water, thank you. Sparkling water. It's fantastic. Mm. All right. That was a good show. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's good. So, yeah. So, as far as the grants go, do we want to run through a couple of those? Yeah, but I didn't ever finish the point. Oh, sorry, so finish the, your point. The, the I interrupted you again. This is what I do. A lot of people start going through and saying, well, why did they get it? Why didn't they get it? And again, for these, not performance-based, these are based on criteria and guidelines set forth for an application being set. Yeah, they look at the they look at what they've done, but like the Broussard um, grants, you have to have competed at their show in in July, correct? Yes. To even be in the qualification for the application. Absolutely, you have so, to interview for it. There's a whole interview at the and, competition, and then you go through that process. So, I, you know, I just wanted to bring that to everybody's attention that when you do see the grants that are awarded. There are guidelines, applications that go into it. When you see, see a training list with USEET grants going to Europe and, and competing, that's different. Yeah, that would be based more on, I'd say, the USET grants are based more on current form right. and where they see you going short term. Sure. A lot of these grants that are given out at the convention are based on where they see you going long term. Correct. So with that being said, let's, let's hit it. Um, so we have the Essex grant, right, yep. which went to Mia Farley. And you know her well, yes? I know her really well. She's 19 years old. She's rides with the O'Connors. Um, she's been working very, very hard uh, at the sport, for even at the age of 19. She came over from California. Um, and she she's on a mare named Firecracker that fits her really well. And she was second at um, Fair Hill in the four-star long. So great, great for her. She's on the 25 and under list. Um, and a great, great award for her. She works really, really, really hard. So that's great. Yeah, awesome. Um, and then we had the two Becky grants, which are a big deal. And those, um, 
they have what they call the Little Becky and then the Big Becky. And so the Little Becky is $10,000. That's a lot of money. So you can only imagine what the Big Becky is. Right. And so that went to Sarah Mitleiter, who is from Idaho. And I got to know her teaching a clinic with her a couple of years ago in Oregon. And she's awesome. Right. Great rider. She went out to Galway this year, had a great weekend, um, and won the four-star out there at Galway. So wow. good on her. She got that little Becky and then the big Becky, which is $50,000. It's amazing. Went $50, to That's nice. Andrea Baxter, which is so well-deserved. I tell you what, that girl keeps showing up right. and smoking around the cross country and just is on really good form with and that mayor. Mayor's name's Indy... Indy 500. 500. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Got to so, make time so, on Indy 500. So the Broussards from Montana, uh, obviously this award's given in, in Rebecca's honor. Yep. Um, uh, Becky was a huge uh, force in eventing and passed away um, several years ago. Yeah, uh, from breast cancer. Breast yeah, cancer. And um, her daughter and husband, um, Sarah's father, keep on moving this forward and really supporting eventing, I think is really a great cause. Yeah, and they are, you know, they support me personally, but they support the whole sport. And it was actually really cool when they got the President's Cup right. at um, the annual meeting, and it was pretty neat. I was sitting at the table with them. They had this list of accomplishments being listed off for them, right. and they had no idea it was them. And I think that actually meant a lot to me, sitting there thinking, how do they not even know what they do for the sport? They give so much back to the sport, and to hear all of this stuff coming in, about halfway through, Sarah and Jerome started to realize that it was going to be them. about them. And it was, it was a pretty special moment. That was cool. That's pretty cool. So there's some other awards given out, and through the Event, Eventing Writers Association of North America, uh, we gave some awards to... Um, well, I know we had the Organizer Award. Ah, that went to Emily, Emily, Emily Holmes, Holmes at the Florida Horse Park. Go, Emily! She won that. Yeah, um, that she's awesome. Really good. Yeah. She does um, such a great job down there. She does. The Simisonad Junior Writer Grant um, was $5,000 to... Elizabeth Henry. Mm-hmm. Yep. The Haller, 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 sorry. Roger Haller. Roger Haller and yep. Ann Roger Ann Soul Haller, as well. Uh, educational grant for eventing and officials went to Amanda Miller. Yep, Amanda Miller, you got it. And did we have any Mike Huber award? Derek yep. B. Derek M. B. Diagrazi for is that course? You know, I actually am ashamed to say I'm not exactly sure what the Mike Huber award. Chaps, you have one and a half minutes. Well, we will have. But to I have a question. That. Yes. Yeah. Who decides how these are award? Who they're awarded to? Um, Is each, it a voting? Yes, they have a, a committee, a grant committee that goes through, and they aren't all the same committee. Um, like the Becky Broussard grant comes from a particular group, and then the, some of these other ones have their own committees through the USCA Foundation. I think this is really nice that they do this. Yeah, and what it's a, a big the help. end of every season. You sort of, it's great because you're rewarding people for what they've done, and then you're also rewarding people for what they're going to do next season. Yeah, and we're, when we come back, we're going to name off the, the Groom Award and a couple others from the ERA of uh, North, uh, Eventing Riders Association of North America as well. So we are going to wrap it up. And again, great uh, start to our 2020 with our, our, um, Spit it out. <laughs> with our sponsor, uh, Horse Trailer Pros. Super we, excited. We cer certainly appreciate uh, their support. And here we are with this nice table as yeah. well. Absolutely. Look and we're excited. We're going to have Holly Jacks here joining us in the next segment. Holly Jacks is in the house. She awesome. comes from a pretty famous lineage. So we're I, honored that to is have true. Her. That's pretty cool. Seasons in the sun. We got to go. Here we go. We'll be back on the Horse Talk Show with the John and Rick Show in just a few minutes. Stay with us. Oh, my God. 
This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. This show is sponsored in part by Earthsong Ranch, improving and restoring health since 1998 for the health of your horses, dogs, and cats with natural probiotic-based supplements, herbal dewormers, all-natural fly sprays, joint supplements, plus Earthsong Ranch is a great resource for health information. Find Earthsong Ranch on Facebook or at earthsongranch.com. This show is sponsored in part by Equisin. When visiting the horse capital of the world, you want to stay at a hotel that reminds you of what you love about Ocala, the horses. Stay tuned to this show for announcements about the renovations to be completed fall 2019 at the Equisin by following them on Facebook and Instagram at Equisin. I'll do the, I'll do the welcome back. show presented this hour by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Horse Trailer Pros. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Switching it straight over to the chaps, eventers John Holling and Rick Wallace on the John and Rick show. They have a special guest, Holly Jacks, in the studio. Take it away, chaps. Yeah, welcome back. Hey, Holly. How's it going, guys? Thanks for coming. How are you feeling? A little bit rough, but you Perfect. guys are helping me out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just a little bit of sparkling water. We're good. We're good. We're Happy good 2020. Go. Holly, Holly, Holly. You had a great year. Yeah, I had yeah. a good year. It was... Uh, so you went to yeah. Poe. Yeah. And so tell us about and the And you came back from Poe. I came back from Poe. <laughs> that was the best <laughs> word. Good when you come back. But you, you smoked around Poe. Like, you flew it. Yeah. We were yeah. watching you step for step out there too. Thank you. It was Thank very, you. very good. Yeah, it was, it was a, it was an incredible experience. It was probably one of the best weekends of my life for sure. So, what, what made you decide on Poe? Um, it was something that I'd watched a lot the last few years, and I think a lot of people, and probably John included, who's helped me a lot with this horse, have always said that he'd have a really good run there. Um, it's you a listen really, to him. I know. <laughs> Only when it's convenient. <laughs> Only when it's convenient. His razor doesn't even listen to him. It's uh, <laughs> a really twisty turny course. And the horse is a very, very handy horse who has right. an extremely adjustable stride. And uh, it was just kind of on my list for a few years. And a lot of things fell through and I didn't make it. And then this year, uh, all the stars aligned and we got on a plane and... It was unfortunate that there was no one else from the continent that went, so it made it a little more expensive. And yeah, but you were the top North American, no matter Absolutely. what. Absolutely. <laughs> cool. Now, before we go on, one thing we need to do is we need to shift this way, because Holly's barely in this shot there. Oh, come on. Yeah. Scooch. Over, Holly. yeah, there you go. There we go. Now you're in the tack room. Okay. It's much better. In the tack room. Yeah. Say. We're getting to know that the sound now isn't going to work, so now you need to scooch back over. She was in the shot the whole time. <laughs> that TV is disproportionate. Ah, we're learning as we go. Well, you can See? scooch back over, then we're fine. <laughs> we're doing great. But 
And, and then to that point on your trip, so how how long did it take? When did you start to go? I know a lot of people don't really understand when you start to trailer over. Because it's a long, when that's you one trailer of the longest trip. Over. <laughs> it's like it's when you swim. <laughs> he was really fit when we got there. Um, so I was really lucky to have Liz Holly, who's worked for me on and off for years, right. take him. Um, I had to stay home and get a bunch of work that I'd been away a lot this season. Um, and so Liz and him flew out of Toronto. They arrived in Amsterdam and they drove for two days. Um, wow. We stayed an hour away from Poe in a place called Dax. And we were put up by the Le Paps and they were an amazing eventing family in France and they just treated us like family. And I saw and a video of you galloping racehorses. Yeah. Because I remember, I remember <laughs> watching fun. it and thinking, what are you doing? You're getting ready for Poe. Don't get on random racehorses you don't know. But then I was like, well, it's Holly. That's what she'll do. <laughs> <laughs> we, like, yeah, every day we did something. Like, it was Liz and I and one horse. And he, two weeks out from an event, is, I found out a very easy horse to prep. We trail rode, right. like, for two weeks. I did one quick little jump school. He didn't go in a dressage ring. Um, he doesn't like dressage rings. Right. <laughs> so That's true. We, uh, we did something cool every day, and Liz gallops for Roger Atfield, and we wanted to go gallop, and if we hooked up with a British guy who spoke English in France, which was brilliant because uh, a lot of people didn't, right. and we went and galloped, and it was beautiful. That's awesome. And we had so much fun. And That's so cool. I and think the British guy was probably really fun, He was amazing. He? he came to Poe with his wife and watched. He actually had a horse running at the racetrack next door. Oh, that's neat. So you had your own little, like... Entourage. Cheering section. With the whole farm. This is a school farm. Came and cheered us on, and just treated us like they were so hospitable. And so were they like Canadians, or were you like French? Um, French <laughs> no, they were. Oh, <laughs> that's dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> um, they uh, they were like Canadians. They were they all cheered us, cheered Canada on, nice. and a bunch of my friends actually came from Canada and really? showed up. And uh, Usha Kanabi rented this castle that we all stayed in and it was I want to go a phenomenal experience but okay so you stayed in the castle during the event but am i wrong maybe i'm thinking of a separate trip didn't you also when you first got there like have to scavenge around and pick berries and things to survive in the, in the beginning of the trip that was Aachen. that was Aachen. <laughs> so that was still last year no it was the year before 2015 so you've moved up in the world wow, 2015 you lost you know what i can't believe this it's all a bit of a jumble right now leave me alone but so to that point, you definitely graduated from having to scavenge around for Aachen and eat berries and twigs. And then you're in a castle. And now you're living in a castle at Poe. Absolutely. So it's well like done. Seasons in the Sun. Absolutely. Yeah. It's yeah. nothing like Seasons. Have you listened to Seasons in the yes, Sun? Yes, I know. It's really depressing. It's a it super depressing, depressing song. So what we haven't talked about yet, which... We're, I'm not to skip off of Poe, It's curry on a stick. But real quickly. Give her a Prezi. Who's your dad? Uh, my dad, dad is uh, Terry Jacks. <laughs> who's that? So, uh... He uh, had a pretty big hit. I guess it was kind of pop-ish back then. I, I wasn't alive in the 70s. I was, it was my the, favorite song. In the 70s. Um, so my dad's, yeah, he's a musician by trade. What's your he song? Mostly, uh, Oh, I do love that song. Yeah. Even though it was sad. Yeah. Sing it for us. Go ahead. Do it, Rick. Go no, I'm, I'm Sing it. No, we had seasons in the sun, but the stars that we reached were the starfish on the beach. There you go. Right. Oh. We had a whole debate as to whether or not there was actually a line in the song. And I said, of course it's a line in the song because Rick's it's starfish it records, isn't it? Uh, gone fish in music. Okay, well, there you go. We knew there was a big fish, <laughs> a big fish thing to it. I knew there was fish. Yeah. Thank God Holly's going to be with us for several segments because I want to talk about her more experiences at Poe. And where you finished, and more about your father, and awesome. the thoroughbreds that you get and get going with your husband, and 
your farm here at Ocala. There's so much to talk about. Absolutely. And the fact that she's been and, in two Nations Cups. Right. And April Fool's. <laughs> yeah, there's a I lot of heard, stuff. There's... I heard the story that you finally got your dad. Yeah, my dad's always uh, got me on April Fools, and with the help of uh, Officer Johnson over here, we finally <laughs> got my dad great back. Story. You didn't. No, we oh, got him good. You wait. We're gonna get to we'll that have to later. Talk about it. Yeah. It uh, did you get your? Did you get your curry? No, I didn't. All right, so here you go. go. You got your curry Thank on a stick. It does work because he shed all over it. We it's curried, amazing. We curried Rick. I'm a shedder. He's a shedder. Not to be confused. With One side else. is for the horse's face and the other is for the horse's body and it is also a massage tool. Ooh. Highly recommended by yeah. the um, Tea Institute. When you get back with. home tonight, you can use that on Bruce's back yes. because you left him there to muck stalls all day. I know, I know. It's New Year's Day and we had to give the staff the day off and uh, I helped this morning and um, he's fine. Now he's by himself, but he's fit. Yeah. He's, he's good. He's going to be more cross-training for riding. Now. Yeah, it's, it's always cross-training. So I, I, I didn't yes. mean one thing that we didn't do for the event, Eventing Riders Association of North America is name the Liz Cochran, Cochran, this one's Cochran, not Corcoran, Liz Corcoran Memorial Cochran. Grooms Award. I just said it was Cochran. Cochran, but then you, okay, anyway, yes, the Liz Cochran. Cochran. Liz it, was great, by the way. Did you know Liz? Liz? Yes. She was awesome. She was very, very, very super, awesome super person. And this is in her memory. Um, and the award goes on, and Sarah Murphy's really big at helping us trying to keep that fund going, and you can give to the fund so that we can continue the award. It's $5,000 that was awarded to Sally Robertson, which is the groom for Lauren Kiefer. Yep, she's groomed for Lauren Kiefer, and she's groomed for a lot of riders over the years, and um, I think it's so important that you're able to give an award and recognize the caretakers, right? Because I think one of the things particular to eventing, as I'm sure you can attest to, Holly, is you get a groom, and a lot of people from other disciplines think about it as like, oh, you know, they do a great job. They clean the horse up, and it looks good when it goes in the yeah, ring, which a is a part that. of their job. But the biggest part of their job is the daily looking after, checking legs, looking at backs, knowing a, every inch of that right. horse and what's going on. And I think us as riders, mm -hmm. some some take more part in that than others do. But when you have a big string of horses, you got to have that person in the barn that's yeah. responsible. As you were just attesting to... Liz like, Holly. Yep. Yeah. I mean, she hasn't worked for me for years, but right. when I had to fly to Poe, she yeah. works full-time at the racetrack, and I called her, and I was like, do you want to go to Poe because I trust you? And she went with my horse, and I flew out and met them. Right. It's such a... So, such an important I mean, event. and so congratulations um, to Sally for winning yeah. that award. So, Absolutely. Good note to end this segment on Cheers. and we're come back. Move along. In just a few minutes with uh, John Holling, Rick Wallace, and we also have Holly Jacks. We're talking eventing on the John and Rick Show. Stay with us, we'll be back in just a few minutes. This show is sponsored in part by Hilton Garden Inn. Downtown Louisville, only five miles from Churchill Downs. Enjoy the two most exciting minutes in sports, plus our hearty breakfast and a mimosa, and let Hilton Garden Inn do the rest. Book for Derby 2020 now. This show is sponsored in part by Innova Wellness Spa, committed to providing the best, most advanced options available in the beauty and wellness for their valued patients. Find them on the web at InnovaWellnessSpa.com or like them on Facebook now to learn more about their non-invasive aesthetic enhancement procedures for the most amazing results. Our Facebook broadcast sponsor is Larson Farms. The Larson Farms mission is simple, to be the leader in quality and value. Richard, owner of Larson Farms, is committed to a positive attitude, integrity, dedication, quality, and teamwork. 
Larson Farms is committed to being your supplier of Idaho's finest alfalfa, a complete line of mixed and grass hay. Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. This show is brought to you in part by New Millennium Realty. Owner and broker Brian Cox loves this community and wants to help you find your place in the horse capital of the world. Like them on Facebook or find them at allfarmsmatter.com. New Millennium Realty, the future of real estate. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show and the John and Rick Show presented this hour by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Horse Trailer Pros. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Switching it straight over, we're talking eventing. For those of you who are just joining us, uh, eventing is the triathlon of horse riding. You have to have a good enough rider and horse combination to do stadium jumping, cross-country jumping, and dressage. That's not easy to do. That's why we call this eventing at its best. And these two are the best at it. The show part, I mean. Uh, <laughs> Take well, it away, guys. That's, that's up for debate. <laughs> so, back to Poe. So, talk about the dressage. How was your dressage? Uh, actually, you, you said, actually great. I know. I was like, well, you kind of you did good with that. Yeah, you know what? Uh, he's been leading up to having better, better tests. The cool thing is, is that he's really trained now. Thank right. You, thank you. Um, he, I mean, he's yeah. trained. So, I don't school him a lot. I don't take him in the dressage ring at all. I trail ride him. Uh, I actually took him out for in, on the little training track in the morning, took him for a gallop. Right. And he goes into the ring a lot more fresh, which sounds funny for a thoroughbred, but is what um, he needs to right. go in fresh. Um, Instead of ti tired, he gets, fresh. He gets, yeah, I mean, he's a little bit confirmationally challenged, would you say, John? I mean, I now that you mentioned it, a little bit. Yeah. Are we yeah. really? Yeah, he, he is, is a real big sway back, yeah. so it's uh, it's hard to lift but it. It's, it's, <laughs> I think he just has a very big shoulder and a very big butt. Yes. <laughs> And everything in between. We call him Big Booty Judy. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> or Morass. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, good old Morris. Good old Morris. So, uh, yeah, it. Uh, I went into the ring, and as the test was going on, I just couldn't believe it was happening. It was like the best trot work I'd had in my life. And then uh, it was a shame I missed the changes because you can usually do those, but he'd had enough by that point. Right. And you only get so much good. And uh, I didn't really pay attention to the screen till the end at my last salute. And I looked up and saw where my score was, and I was just absolutely yeah, elated. Thirty-seven. Uh, Thirty-six. Thirty-six. 30, yeah. That's your best mark you've had on him. In yeah. a five-star, yeah. 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 Awesome. I mean, that's that's impressive. Yeah, and I mean, it was tough. Those horses over there. There was only him and one other thoroughbred, and they're fancy. And to go in after some of those horses or in the warm-up with them is intimidating. Right. Um, lucky I galloped around the track instead of went to the warm-up. Right. Perfect. <laughs> But uh, no, I mean, he really went in there and gave me his all, and I couldn't have been happier, but I knew it was a big day the next day walking the course. So. Well, and you know what? Credit to you, because I think it's so hard. You get to those big competitions, and it's easy when you're six or eight weeks out to say, I'm not going to school the dressage because that's not what this horse needs. I'm just going to go trot around the track and have a canter and then go into the ring. Yeah. It is really hard the week of, the yeah. day before, the morning of, to stick to that plan and not start drilling away on them yes. and obviously you know your horse it's a testament to your horsemanship that you knew because i'm not going to lie to you when i saw a post from you saying that you weren't putting him in the ring i was like oh my god holly this is not going to go well like you need some <laughs> flat work so what do i know you didn't text you, me you know. no because it's not my place but man you smoked it so yeah good on you. i uh, a that big a big uh part of that buck helped me with that a lot a few years ago at kentucky he let me ride reggie and practice my test i'd never done a five-star test and then 
this year my poor newly advanced horse went through my five-star test a few times, which probably put him over the edge doing all those changes when he was just learning them. Right, but this is your other horse, he, yeah, young horse. He sacrificed the two months leading into post so that I could practice my dressage test. So I did. I knew the test, right. but Morris had never gone in to do that because um, he just he doesn't do well practicing tests. He doesn't do well going in the dressage right. ring. doesn't like it. Right, and that's just knowing your horse because some of them yeah. need to do it and some of them don't. Yeah. You're absolutely right. So what's your plan coming up this season then? How's he looking? Did he come out of Poe in good yeah, shape? And, I, uh, and where did you finish? I finished 12th. 12th? Yeah. Actually, you know what? You're right. I'm probably jumping ahead. So cross country was you, great. You yeah. didn't even get to cross country. I know. I'm excited. Yeah. So um, cross country was a breeze. The jumping, yeah, it was unbelievable. And I mean, you know the horse well. I went out there. I walked. I, uh, I watched you. I walked with amazing. Dickie Wagett actually offered to help me out. And I walked with him and he just walked behind me. It was a really cool experience. Asked me my plan. I told him everything. He said, oh. Must be a bit of a short-strided horse with your plan. I said, yep. Right. And uh, when I went out there, all of a sudden, the short strides I walked, my horse started getting real horse strides, which is the first time in his career it's ever happened. Um, so where I walked fours, he got threes, which most people did, or especially like, the people on the more experienced goey horses. Right. And uh, as I started going around, I did start thinking in my head, like, it can't be this easy. And I remembered thinking, like, don't let it go. Like, ride every single fence. Right. Um, I was disappointed with my time penalties, to be honest. I came across the finish line and people were cheering and same thing, like Usha looked at me, she goes, why are you sad? I'm like, I was like really slow. And she goes, you just, at that point I was sitting in fifth, she goes, you just moved up like 20 places. And I was like, oh, I guess it's riding slow today. Yeah, I moved up 20, but it could have been 25. <laughs> yeah, <Misha>. and uh, <laughs> so I mean, I think, uh, like for instance, when you think team stuff right now with Canada, everything's based on numbers and a 68 isn't good enough. And so the 68 itself was disappointing, but the finishing, um, in 12th place with that kind of company overseas, I was thrilled about. So it took me a little to get over the over that. But yeah, I mean, sure. how many were competing? Uh, there was 46 starters. Wow. And uh, yeah, it was a really great. That's really awesome. Yeah, it was a really. I was thrilled with the cross country. He'd never felt like I had options, and I think we spent years and years training for options and always saying you practice what's hard and then you do what happens at the show. But the things that used to be hard came together, and, uh, and I was just so proud of the horse. He recovered good, started... Phenomenal. Yeah. Like, the so horse the, has the, been off for 18 months. He had a bit of an injury, and in the back of my head, I thought, if he doesn't come out of Poe 100%, I was going to let Liz take him and do three stars on him, and she's just been fabulous and had some bad luck. And I sent him home to Miami with Liz, and I had to go back home and compete at the Royal, and I had Nathan look him over, and uh, he called me, and he's like, if I didn't know this horse ran around Poe, I would have sent you to the jockey club, four star. <laughs> right. Well... Awesome. So he's so, in yeah. good shape. He's in the best shape of his career, I think. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so, that's very, very good. so then what's the what's the thought going forward then? So you think you'll have a campaign for him this spring? Absolutely. Awesome. I mean <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So he's uh, he just went back to work last week. He's hacking. Um, he's training new working students to hack. He's already terrorized them. Perfect. And um, I think uh, I mean I think plan A is Kentucky, but I think the biggest thing with this horse um, is I'd like to try and do some more four star five stars around the world with him. You know, I, I don't think I can get the money together to go to badminton this year, um, but maybe something next year. And uh, How old is he? He'll be, like, he's coming, well, he's 15 now. He's, he's 15. He's 15 as of today. Right. That's right. It's his birthday, all it's, the Thoroughbred's birthday. That's right. Like really first. quick, we've only got a few minutes left yeah. of this segment, but I've got a quick question. Yeah. Four minutes, to be exact. Um, quick question. Can you, I'm a huge fan of Thoroughbred's, I just love them. Can you just compare briefly? Thoroughbred to warm blood for our listeners as far as eventing goes. Thoroughbreds are way better. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're sitting on a warm blood. Um, I mean, 
I think in general the thoroughbreds will struggle a little more in the dressage. He can struggle with some of the strength in the show jumping. I think the fitness with the thoroughbred is so much easier to put underneath them. Um, generally, I can afford them. I think everyone can afford them. You know what I mean? Like I think it gives everybody in the sport an opportunity to create something. Yes, um, that's a good point. And a great post-race mm -hmm. job for them. Absolutely. Um, I've grown up riding on thoroughbreds. I've ridden thoroughbreds my whole life, and I just, it's a comfort zone for me. I've actually acquired a nice young warm blood um, that you kind of hooked me up with a little bit, and yeah. uh, he's been a lot of fun, but he's also a lot of trickaner, and he rides quite like a thoroughbred. Like, he's very thoroughbred -y. and when I was overseas trying horses, uh, my comfort zone's on thoroughbreds. Yeah, yeah I have for to sure. agree. You know, I think leading into an event, it's nice to be sitting on a warm blood thinking how competitive you're going to be mm -hmm. and sometimes those horses on saturday on cross country day have the gallop and are amazing but every time you sit on a thoroughbred on saturday in the start box you know you've got enough to get around mm -hmm. and if you've done a good job with the purpose bred sport horses they do as well but the thoroughbreds is like holly was saying as much as they can sometimes lack a little bit in the dressage or maybe you'd worry about are they going to be scopy enough for their show jumping man they can run and gallop yes this can. is true that's all we have in the barn yeah and they're great i mean a good a good thoroughbred can't be beat so you finished up i know we we jumped around your show jump was great you had i had two down two um down. that disappointed me too but you know like i went over there like wanting to kind of be top 25. i went over there finished 12th but i right. also in my mind had a different finishing score in my head that i wanted the horse can show jump clean um, when I watched the video, actually, Selena messaged me and she goes, too bad that happened. Horses over here aren't used to preloading. And it was rails at the end of the course and they'd preloaded a horse in and I took his can, like he took his focus away and his canner left a little bit and I wasn't quick enough to right. put that engine, you know, get that engine going. And I had, you know, the third to last and the last fence down. But uh, I'm proud of him. Like I couldn't be, we've gone through so much that horse and I. It was a great a great performance and yeah. good for Canada. I'm sure they're chomping yeah. at the bit to send you great places. Yeah, definitely. And we're going to come back and have you stay on for some more segments great. if you don't mind. Absolutely. That'd be great. We're going to take our break. A quick shout out for Horse Trailer Pros. Uh, full service. Uh, they can refurbish, repair your horse trailer. Uh, they can upgrade it. Uh, they do warranty service. Excellent detail service, incredible horse trailer pose in Ocala. Make sure uh, you visit them and uh, we'll be back in just a few minutes with the John and Rick show. Stay with us. This show is sponsored in part by 1K Helmets, certified to ASTM standards, where the perfect synergy of advanced technology meets aesthetically pleasing design wrapped in a package that traditionalists appreciate. Check them out at 1khelmets.com and like them on Facebook. 1K Helmets, where style meets safety. This show is sponsored in part by Ovation Helmets, the lightest and most comfortable helmets on the market today. For hot Florida summers, you can't do better than Ovation. Check them out at EnglishRidingSupply.com or get fitted for a safe, lightweight new helmet at Tack Shack of Ocala. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934, manufacturing fixed-formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. 
This show is brought to you in part by Summit Joint Performance, promoting a healthy, thick synovial fluid, decreasing inflammation in the joints and improving the cushioning properties of the cartilage pads. All age horses can benefit from Summit Joint Performance. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show, presented this hour by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, switching it straight over to the John and Rick Show, brought to you by Horse Trailer Pros. They have a great guest in the studio chatting to you here. 2020 it is, and we have Holly Jacks in the studio with John Holling and Rick Wallace. Here yep. they are. Let's start this segment off with the che- with the cheers. With the cheers with our... Uh, toasty cheers. With our uh, apple juice. Apple juice. Apple juice to cheers. 2020. Yes. 2020. Cheers, to Holly. Thanks for being in here. Absolutely. Thanks for inviting me. I'm not done. I'm oh, sorry. Oh. You, how, how come you just really... Uh, on the, I'm having fun. I'm trying to get over this. <laughs> so the, the toast is to Holly in 2020, to John in 2020, to... Louisa in 2020, to everybody in 2020 to have a great year, to get our dreams to come true. Amen. And to make these dang selectors look at the right people. Cheers to Cheers. that. Cheers. You gotta re to that Best one. apple juice I've ever had. All right, let's start out that segment. What are we gonna talk about? Canada. So, Holly, come you on, ended up Holly. on, what was your final score at Poe? 68. And that put you in 12th place? Yes. At a five star? Yeah. So, all joking aside, so where does that put you as far as the Canadian team list and communication with them goes? Um, so unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, I don't know what it is. <laughs> unfortunately for me, um, Canada's very number-based right now, and I did not meet the numbers. Um, so, so what's the minimum number you have to have met? To, I believe, and I could have this wrong, I'm not the F ratings girl, but uh, I believe you have to be on a 44, but it can be in a short four-star a long four star or a five star and there's not a big so you have to meet that minimum number somewhere at a four or five star long or short yes so to it's be not on the that Poe didn't count for something great it's that you just don't have a i don't yes exactly. so in my calculations for that what i'm seeing is a 30 for dressage they're giving you a rail that's 34 in 10 seconds yeah there are 10 time penalties yeah. really to the threshold yeah they want you to be on the top of the threshold yeah which, you know what, to be fair, does kind of make sense that somewhere in there you'd want to have that performance if you're talking 100%. about a team. But when you look at a competition like Poe and you look at where the whole division finished, I mean, what was the, what was the winning score? The remember? winning score was quite low, actually, because he was the only person that made time. Uh, and it was Tom McEwen, I think he ended on a 26. So right. his winning score was impressive. And then it Do was we have like... we a fact check on that? Well, we can yeah, find out what the yeah. scores were because it's interesting And then it just kind of went down from is. there. Like, it was interesting. I, ha- I was 12th going into show jumping, and then I had two down and stayed 12th. Like, the show jumping there was, like, a huge thing. Sure. And the cross-country time was major. Like, yeah, it was I, very big. That was my thing is I'd moved up from, I believe, 29th to 12th um, with over 20 time penalties right. and I was moving but when well, I think the thing is you're talking about a five-star in an eventing powerhouse country it's not like you went and did a five-star in some country where it's not a good field of horses and riders where yes. is that um, well you could say not that it wouldn't be a good field of horses and riders but Adelaide would be one where you wouldn't have mm-hmm. a huge field that's seen touche that's that's and so if you finish 12th at Adelaide no offense, but I don't think that would be as impressive as, as finishing 12th at Poe. Right. Right. Not talking about which cross country is more mm-hmm. difficult, just talking <laughs> about yeah. the, the number of good riders there. It's mm-hmm. the same reason that you go to Kentucky and that's 
you know, the cross country is five star, but you're not going to have the same number of elite competitors as you would at a earlier event. No, like I think the top 10, um, when you looked at the top 10, I think most of them were like metal producing European riders. Like there was, I was, I was nervous in the show jump warm up. I'll tell you that I was sure. looking around and I was like, holy cow, like, let's see. I want to be like these guys. Right, right, yeah. So, you know, Roz Cantor and Tim Price and... See, I usually try to turn that, like, awestruck right. feeling into anger, and I decide that I don't like those people just for that week. Well, I hadn't had to go on the warm-up all week. I'd avoided dressage right. warm-up, and, like, all of a sudden I'm in the jumping room. So, yeah, so we've got the winner, Tom McEwen, was on a 25, and then Chris Burton was on a 33.8. And we had a 34.6, 36.8, and then a 41. What did you say the minimum was? 40, 44. 44. So really only the top one, two, three, four, five horses made the minimum requirement for Canada. So I actually personally think that Sam and Derm owe you money <laughs> at a training camp from Equi Ratings. Oh, you guys, there's a call. I don't know what to tell you guys. but you. I got prize money at Poe. Did you? How much you got? 1,800 euros. Wow, nice. Did you pay taxes on that? I haven't got it yet because we, we, we don't have an IBAN number in Canada and they can't send it over Are with an IBAN number. Are you trying to like search them out for her? Or just, I don't know. Just saying. Um, all right. So anyway, great job. Yeah, it was a fun it was experience. Awesome. It was and so to be fun. fair, really, all you have to do is go to Kentucky and sure beat the rest of the Canadians. Yeah. And you'll go. I think, I think for me, though, once again, like I think I learned a well, lot I, this year about it's not about like where I want to go on the team. Like I think as a kid, it's your dream to ride on the team. And then... When it all comes to it, and you realize, like, if you want to play the game or not play the game, um, what you want to do. And my goal with this horse is to go ride around as many five stars around the world as I can and get experience. So wherever that but, is, it yeah. is. But how are we? How are they going to structure Canada's team this year since they didn't qualify? Do they take? Do they take the top three FEI ranked? What are they doing? Do they? I think they I that? actually wouldn't. Do you know? Because I know a little bit. We've asked for all the information. Deal. Basically, I believe it's all going to be. And correct me if I'm wrong. That it is based on rider rankings and the only way mm -hmm. Canada could get a team is if they had enough in that Canadian riders in the rankings. In the rankings. It's going to be difficult. That. I don't think they're probably going to get it. We done. should talk to Mike Winter about this. Mike is on top of it. Yeah. Mike is very, he knows how hey, we can Mike, do it. Hey Mike, if you're watching, Mike, we need you. Send, send us a text. Yeah man. <laughs> Might be a little bit late, yeah. but. I'll find out for yeah. Mike and. I mean yeah. it's interesting to know because I think that is one of the things if I, if I remember correctly, the the Olympics before was there was the same kind of rush for understanding if the U.S. didn't make it, how we were going to do the rankings, how we we're going to send a team. It's, it, we need to see. I can't remember how it was flushed. We made the Olympics, but I can't remember. I just what remember the dynamics were for that. Right, and it does actually require you to travel around with a lot of horses, Getting, and it is mm -hmm. difficult to do. And to be fair, we I only have one hard. rider really that can have multiple horses at the level. That would and be Jessica. Yeah, Jesse. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be tough to get done. So how many yeah. is on? How many are on the list? I don't know, because we don't we aren't shared other people's names. We only get an email with our name. So there's a, there's an iron curtain. Yeah. So I'm on the developing squad with both my horses. I like I know that. You are on. The I'm on a developing list, list well, with good. more inspiration. So you do get some help from David and. Yeah. Right. All right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Awesome. Um, but th we don't know. There's no official list released at this point. Right. All I think right. I think it'll come public. Just like a communist. I'm just nation. busy mucking stalls <laughs> and riding horses. Right. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Well, good on you. So, we've got a little bit of time here to get started on um, what I think is sort of the fun part of all of this, which is, I mean, your dad is a pretty <laughs> larger-than-life character. He's pretty fun. Yeah. So, tell us a little bit about, like, I know growing, growing up, up as his uh, Yeah, as Terry Jacks' daughter. Did he, like, sing you to sleep? Did he... 
I heard a lot of rock and roll party and music while I was trying to sleep. Uh, yep. Right. <laughs> so what? So seasons in the sun is sad. Yes. So why is it so sad? So I, my dad actually wrote it um, about a friend of his, and it's actually hit pretty close to home for me this year. But uh, a friend of my dad's, uh, my dad was going away. He had another band called The Chessmen, and he was going away trying to make a living doing music. And his friend and him were golfing, and uh, said, "When you get back to me, I'm going to be dead. I have cancer, and like, I'm not going to oh, be wow. here." And sure enough, my dad went away, and he came back, and his friend had passed away. And I mean, he wrote wow. it basically from his friend's perspective about like you know goodbye to everybody, Buddy. goodbye yeah. my friend. It's hard to die. Yeah. And it was a friend that he grew up with, and you know. Well, what a, and wow. Now, wow. did I see, and I, not that I want to interview you as your dad, but I remember, because I want to get in actually to the April Fool's part, because that's the fun part of the story. But if I recall, he didn't think it was going to be that nope. so big hit. He was trying to make it big in the music industry, uh, make a living in the music industry. Um, and he had wrote the song, he'd put it away, and none of his friends liked it because it hit too close to home. And he was playing it one day, fiddling around with it, and his paper boy was throwing up papers and said, Terry, that's a great song. You should release it. And wow. I believe the story, I could be wrong, but I think they released it. He went away and he got a call saying, you got to get back here. This thing just hit wow. number one in Canada. And it was, I think, number one in... Yeah. yeah it, it was huge. It was huge. It was huge. It was and huge. my dad went from like basically a struggling musician to having this like one hit that kind of set him up. And I mean, that's the story I love. And then the other one, which I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say, but I know your dad has said it on public TV, <laughs> which is that he wrote a song that then maybe oh, potentially got taken story. by another music group yeah. that is yep. pretty famous. He uh, wrote Little Old Lady from Pasadena. Well, he didn't write that song, but he wrote a different song. Um, <laughs> that sounded about exactly an old lady like. and a train. <laughs> right? <laughs> and it got swiped. They said that's and a great got, song. Yeah, it got swiped. He, so he became his own manager after that. And uh, my wow. dad's like a pretty, like he never, he's actually a pretty shy guy in a lot of ways. He never wanted to be like a rock and roll star. He wanted to be a musician. And I think right. that's why he really disappeared after that one song. And, um, you know, he, I was brought up really off the grid in BC, actually. Like, my dad always jokes about it. I always bug him. I'm like, come on, Dad. I wish you had some money to buy me horses. And he's like, too much wine and women, honey. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on that note. We have to come back and hear yes, about we April are. Fools. Yeah, <laughs> April Fools. We definitely got to hear about definitely. April Fools. We got to wrap this up. We'll be back in just a few minutes on the Horse Talk Show with the John and Rick Show. Stay with us. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and services hassle-free and easier than ever, with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second-to-none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy. Find new roads. This show is brought to you in part by Horse Boxes USA, the newest and most advanced way to safely transport your horses in style. Horse Boxes USA comes standard with a backup camera, horse cabin camera, and dual fans. Visit them at JJ Tack Shop on Highway 40 in Ocala or online at horseboxesusa.com. This show is sponsored in part by All In Removal, like Jockey and Horse. Shavings delivery and manure removal go together naturally and are the green natural solution too. All-In Removal offers a great way to save you money combining the two services of quality pine shavings delivery and manure container rental and removal. Great service, great quality and the green choice too. Like All-In Removal on Facebook now or go to allinremoval.com for more information. 
This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. This show is sponsored in part by Earthsong Ranch, improving and restoring health since 1998 for the health of your horses, dogs, and cats with natural probiotic-based supplements, herbal dewormers, all-natural fly sprays, joint supplements, plus Earthsong Ranch is a great resource for health information. Find Earthsong Ranch on Facebook or at earthsongranch.com. This show is sponsored in part by Equisin. When visiting the horse capital of the world, you want to stay at a hotel that reminds you of what you love about Ocala, the horses. Stay tuned to this show for announcements about the renovations to be completed fall 2019 at the Equisin by following them on Facebook and Instagram at Equisin. This live stream is sponsored by Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. For the best hay all year long, get Larson Farms. From a single bale to a train load, Larson Farms has all the hay you need. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. <laughs> with your host, Louisa Barton. What does it feel like to be in love with a horse? Presented this hour by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy store. Now, here's your pretty, pretty Louisa Barton. You're fab, you're switched on, you're a bit of all right. Yes. <laughs> Welcome back. We're on the John and Rick show with guess who? John and Rick. And they've got Holly with them. I'm going to let them take it over right here. Shout out for Horse Trailer Pros. Thank you so much. I am saying prayers for you because you are cleaning my house this week and I wouldn't want to put anybody hey, through that. They clean really good. <laughs> hey, ring, ring. Who's, supposed to answer who's, who's there? Answer. I don't have my phone. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Ten. Hello. Hey, John, guess what? What? I had a problem on the road the other day with my trailer. You know what happened? I'm, no. It caught on fire. Uh, okay. That's and horrible. guess who took care of it for me? I'm going to say it was probably horse trailer pro. Yes. <laughs> Nice. Good job. So with that segue, though, before we go any further, I did have a major problem with my horse trailers. And Matt at Horse Trailer Pros and Josh figured it out. I was blowing tires, right? And I thought it was the, the, wheel, the, the wheel bearings. Right. We had that done. Unbeknownst to Matt, I had gotten the trailer stuck coming out of Poplar. You know how the road goes like this with yep. the trailer? And I drug it up on it and Bet the Matt, axle. And you couldn't see it. So Matt was doing all this stuff to it and, and I was like, you know, what's going on? And the I, tires kept on popping and finally was going to Venice and the trailer caught on the trailer tire caught on fire. Literally big fire coming out of the trailer. That one over there, Briggs, worked really fast. And I'm giving these to you because I believe everybody that has a horse trailer, thank you, Matt, by the way, and Josh, for taking care of my horse trailer. It's all My fixed. trailer's at Horse Trailer Pros today. Is yeah. it? Perfect. There you go. It's a place to be. <laughs> so they fixed it. My insurance popped in. They got it all fixed. My trailer's great. It's bison, 48-foot, like, 
huge trailer, but this is what I'm starting to give all my friends. Go ahead. Thank you. How come you took my glasses off and I'm wearing your stuff? Oh, hold on, sorry. Got him. Look at this. We're gonna be safe. <gasps> what is it? <gasps> oh! Fire extinguisher. Oh, that's brilliant. Happy Amazing. New Year. So to everybody out there, if you're driving a horse trailer, doesn't matter if it's a two horse, if it's a three horse, if it's a four horse, whatever it is, you need one of these because your little guys in the back that. Yeah. will not survive if you have a fire that you cannot get out. And this you know needs what? to be I in never the trailer. Of that. You no. need to take it with you. Yep, gotta have them. Have Good it. Point. Please, I'm going to start giving them to all my friends. I'm going to give you one as well, but these are the two that I got, and I wanted you two to have it. Thank and you. Just yeah. know that. Carry I it just in your feel trailer. like maybe I'm not a friend. No, you're, you're a friend. It's just <laughs> your trailer. Just, you don't get. You, we gave you glasses. <laughs> so um, I'm going to give you yours soon. So, what I want to talk about. It's thank a you, good Rick. thought, though. And thank that you. was your tip of the week from Horse Trailer Pros. Absolutely. Um, what I would like to move on to then is you have a little bit of a competition with your father over the years. He tended, if I recall, to get you an April Fool's, but I am happy to say that I was a part of getting him for you. Um, so why don't you tell us a little bit about that story and I'll try not okay, to interrupt. Okay, so this was a while ago, but I think we, uh, we were driving to the Fork. The Fork, that's right. And it was you and me and Jen and Zach Brandt. Yep. And it was April Fool's, and we decided, so when I first was a working student out in Ontario, I never had insurance on my truck. I was a bad, bad person. I just had no money, and I was always driving an insured truck and this and that. So I got pulled over a few times and got in trouble and yada, yada, yada. So my dad could believe this scenario. When? I probably shouldn't say that on TV. But anyways, I'm older now. This was like 15 years now ago. Now you know better. Um, back in the day. Back in the day, when I was a starving working student. <laughs> um, so we made up this story that I was with Zach. He didn't even know Jen and John were with us. And we were driving to a horse show and we'd been pulled over for me speeding. And I had no insurance on my truck. And I got belligerent with the officers, which is super hard to believe. I, I mean, think. it was not that big of a stretch. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that they took me away in handcuffs. And so Zach called my dad and said that this is what's happened. And he's pulled over on the side of the road. And he didn't know who to call because I was taken off in the in the police cruiser in and handcuffs, and he should expect a phone call from me because Zach thought I got a phone call, and you know, what do I do? And so my dad's like, oh, you know, I think he swore, swore a yes. times. And <laughs> I was gonna say, <laughs> don't say that. And uh, he said, okay, okay, I'll wait for Holly's call. Are you okay, Zach? And he goes, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll deal with this. And so then I believe you stepped in. Yeah, so I think, as I recall... Officer it, Johnson. Yeah, it was Officer Johnson. Wasn't Jen involved, too? Oh, what? yeah, she was the operator. Yeah, she was the operator. He called the operator, and then the operator transferred the call to Officer Johnson. Yeah. And so, yeah, so then I told your dad that... Um, obviously, I told him the story you just said, that we had a problem and that you were being quite belligerent, and that because you didn't have insurance and also were not an American, that there was going to be a big problem because I couldn't let you go Deported. until you had either paid the fine or we were going to have to deport you out of the country. <laughs> Yeah, because that's, you know, a big stretch. Um, so this was working, wasn't it? Oh, oh yeah. We had him going for a while. And so we're trying to tell him that he needs to send some money. And he, like, we're like, you can e-transfer. And my dad literally, he doesn't own a computer. He doesn't own a cell phone. He's like, well, how do I e-transfer? Like, what do I do? Like, I don't know what to do. Like, what do I, how do I get her out of there? And, like, he's freaking out. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I was actually getting a little uncomfortable at this point. Because I'm like, I'm winning. Holly was <laughs> like, I'm like, Holly's yeah, having a great time. I'm getting him. And it, the amazing thing was that as much as he, he would say that he's gotten you over the years. He never really clued in until you told him. No. Yeah. So what did you say to him? 
What, what, so, so I got on the phone it, and... What, what day was it? It was April Fool's, but I was laughing so hard because I couldn't hold it in. It sounded like I was crying. <laughs> and so I was like, and they have me here and I'm laughing. And I'm like, you know, they put me on the phone. I have no more phone calls. I'm like going on and on. And then finally John like wussed out. I, I Did you wuss out? And he was like... Look at John. Email, oh, yeah. go and tell them to send the money to uh, hauling eventing April Fool's or something, wasn't yeah, it? That's exactly right. And he laughed and said, oh my gosh. I'm old. You nearly gave me a stroke. I could have died on the phone. I can't believe you did that to me. <laughs> and then I was like, I would be horrible if I killed Terry Jacks. That would be really a bad thing to have on your resume. I mean, you did have a stroke a year later. It's probably your fault. It probably was, now that I think of it. How's he doing? He's up and down. I mean, he's doing well. He, uh, he got really lucky. He's had a couple strokes, actually. Um, too much wine and too much song. Right. But uh, <laughs> you were named after you just said during the break. Who were you named after? I was named after Buddy Holly. You believe that? I mean, I just now start calling you Buddy Holly mm -hmm. to see you. That's pretty That's cool. Awesome. Yeah. I'm trying to think of somebody famous named Jonathan that I could say I was named after. Jonathan Winters. He was the guy who did all the funny voices. He was on oh, Scooby-Doo, sure. and that's about all I got. Oh, another go. famous. I'm sure people are like, "You idiot! What about Jonathan?" But I can't think of it right now. You had too much last night. Yeah. Yeah. It's the recovery. I think I'm doing pretty well, thank you. Yeah, you're hanging in there. Yeah. Um, that was a great story. I love April great. Fool's stories. It was really fun. So. It's the best April Fool's I've ever gotten anybody with. That's cool. Yeah. You were a part of it. I was totally a part Jen of it. Jen was great. She was like, this is the dispatcher from the blah, 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 Georgia state, whatever it was. Yeah. Like, And then like, we handed over to John and had, it was amazing. The amazing thing was we never once busted out a y'all or a used to could. <laughs> we should Used to could? Yeah, or like I used to could. No one says used to could. Oh, uh, you haven't been around Georgia enough. Used to could? Used to could. Like, used I don't, to could? I don't like, agree with used to could. I like to I'm drive fast. I mean, I've lived in Georgia. Right? But I used, used to, to could, could be able to, but now I can't. No, that's something from Canada. No, that's a real word. Used from to Georgia. Somebody in Georgia said, do, do, do we do used to coulds? Used to could. Yeah. There's no way. Used to could's a word. There's a no. We're getting offset off off saying that there's no used to could, but I'm telling you. I'm 53 and from Georgia. There's no used to could. There is a used to could. You don't, you don't like to fix into. And there. I know there's a fixing and a y'all. Well, obviously, with all these glasses on, you, you, I used to could used have a headache, but I don't anymore because no. I got the glasses on. That's why I wore the glasses today. Right, right. Yours were cooler, though. What else do so. we have on our agenda? Um, so, just briefly, we do want to touch on the fact that everybody needs to remember we have brand new. FEI tests oh this gosh, year. We do so. We should probably start memorizing them. We which better is start that be five-star test writing. Yeah, Holly, get ready. What well, am I gonna? Can I come over and practice on some of your horses? Yeah, for sure. Okay, we just got the three. You know how the little kids canter around on the stick horse. Oh, I'll just run that. around and yeah, I've seen people doing that. So we just got the countdown, and so I just have to say, I saw that. Yes, we're, we're down to three minutes. Uh -huh. um, I know, but I, there's something I want to say. If you're watching right now, you're feeling a little bit tired, maybe been a bit of a rough busy holiday season maybe you had a few too many last night and you've got your dark glasses on today comment on this broadcast what you think we would love to read your comments so you can comment right door. below about right these here. two <coughs> you know be honest it's okay what did you say if you put yourself out there you're open to criticism that's right yeah yeah i'm used to it that's it right so um a very quick mention before i let the chaps wrap their show up uh don't forget if you are on i-75 going north or south on saturdays uh from now on there will always be a horse in downtown ocala between the hours of 11 and 3 every single saturday so 2020 is going to be an exciting year you can come horse around have lunch 
Uh, once the new hotel's open, there's going to be an absolutely fine food hall there. Lots of nice fine dining places to walk around and even eat outside. And you get to see a horse as well. That's it's exciting great. stuff. It is exciting. So, guys, exciting. I'm just going to let you um, wrap up the first show the of the year. The other things that we need to be realizing is we need to do our safe sport training, 10-minute uh, Yeah, you should have it done by now, actually. you got to have it done by the time you do your first horse show. Mine's mm. done. Elisa, you got to get yours done. Uh, apparently, the Canadians are exempt, which is shocking. You are, y'all are exempt. We don't, well, no, we don't have to y'all? have a USCF number if we're a member back in Canada, so we don't have to have that yet. But it's but starting to come up. But we made y'all join the USEA. You used no. to could USA. not have to be a member of the USEA. <laughs> a couple of years ago, we voted yeah, to now, y'all now we all have to. Yeah. Because Canada has so much money, we have to spend oh, all these extra memberships. So we got to wrap this <laughs> yeah, up and come back, and we'll talk about <laughs> more things when we come back. Happy 2020. Happy New Year. Whether you're in Ocala, Marion oh, County, horse capital of the world or not, happy horsing around until next time. Till next time. This show is sponsored in part by Hilton Garden Inn. Downtown Louisville, only five miles from Churchill Downs, enjoy the two most exciting minutes in sports, plus a hearty breakfast and a mimosa, and let Hilton Garden Inn do the rest. Book for Derby 2020 now! This show is sponsored in part by Innova Wellness Spa, committed to providing the best, most advanced options available in the beauty and wellness for their valued patients. Find them on the web at InnovaWellnessSpa.com or like them on Facebook now to learn more about their non-invasive aesthetic enhancement procedures for the most amazing results. Our Facebook broadcast sponsor is Larson Farms. The Larson Farms mission is simple, to be the leader in quality and value. Richard, owner of Larson Farms, is committed to a positive attitude, integrity, dedication, quality and teamwork. Larson Farms is committed to being your supplier of Idaho's finest alfalfa, a complete line of mixed and grass hay. Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. This show is brought to you in part by New Millennium Realty. Owner and broker Brian Cox loves this community and wants to help you find your place in the horse capital of the world. Like them on Facebook or find them at allfarmsmatter.com. New Millennium Realty, the future of real estate. This show is sponsored in part by 1K Helmets, certified to ASTM standards, where the perfect synergy of advanced technology meets aesthetically pleasing design wrapped in a package that traditionalists appreciate. Check them out at 1khelmets.com and like them on Facebook. 1K Helmets, where style meets safety.